So I was wrong. And I was talking about what self-managed abortion is because it was referred to in that California Assembly Bill 2223. And I said, well, medication abortion, you know, where you take the abortion pill, that's, that's not outside of medical assistance. Well, I was wrong. That is considered outside the medication, the medical industry. It is considered that because you manage your own medication abortion. Now, this has been expanding in the United States for years, and you probably never even heard of it. In 2001, 6%, 6% of abortions used medication abortion, a medication. And in many cases, you can just get it through the mail, using a doctor, in the internet somewhere. In 2005, 14% of abortions were medication abortions. 2008, 17%. 2011, 24% of all abortions. In 2014, 31% of all abortions used medication, abortion, the abortion pill. Now, it accounts for more than 54%. Yes. More than half of all abortions performed in the United States of America use medication abortion. This is an FDA-approved regimen. It's sanctioned for use up to 70 days since the patient's last menstrual period and consists of two medications currently available by prescription. I don't know how to say it, but mifepristone, which works by blocking progesterone, a hormone needed to keep your pregnancy, and misoprostol, taken 24 to 48 hours later, causes the contractions that causes the end of your pregnancy. Here's, sh- here's a shocking number. 95% of these medical medication abortions are effective. 95%. What happens to the other 5%? What happens to the other 5%? Well, and how do you know? How do you know if you're in the 5%? Don't you have to seek medical assistance at that point? Well, you may end up having to go in to complete the abortion. That's what it says here. It also says side effects are typically minor, similar to that of a miscarriage. Cramping, bleeding, pain, nausea, vomiting, weakness, diarrhea, headache, dizziness, fever, chills. It's an awful experience. It's awful. They say you better expect to stay home for the week. It's traumatizing to your body.
They say that it has an extensive safety record. But it says, despite its extensive safety record, Mifepristone is subject to an FDA-imposed risk evaluation and mitigation strategy that limits its distribution to registered providers in clinics, hospitals, and medical offices. Unlike virtually any other medication, it cannot be distributed to or dispensed at pharmacies. As a result, medication abortion, someone seeking that, must locate a registered provider who has a supply of it, a task made more difficult by... Lots of registrations and stocking requirements. And that's why it's most, mostly used or received by mail. That's a self-managed abortion. You can go on to wholewomanshealth.com, who claims to care a lot about women. The whole thing is about medication, abortion, how to get your pills by mail, your first and second trimester procedures, um, what to do after your abortion, and so on. Now, I want to tell everybody something very important. There's an organization that I know of called Coastline Women's Center. And you can, you can look them up. And... They told me that women who decide to take this medication abortion, there is some point in the process after they take the first medication that they can reverse. If they have second thoughts, they can reverse your abortion. Compass Care is another organization, .info, compasscare.info uh, compass or Coastline Women's Center says that if you've already taken this RU486, this mifepristone pill, the first one, it may be possible, may, it's not always 100% either, they may be able to save your baby. Of course, it starts with getting a sonogram, making sure your baby is still alive, and then they figure out how to help you keep your baby if you change your mind. There is help out there um, for people who are just struggling with this decision and with the shocking news in some cases that they're pregnant. Well, as we head into the summer months, uh, Roe v. Wade is going to be revisited, possibly. We have this California Assembly bill trying to define perinatal. And what does that exactly mean? What responsibility, if any, would a pregnant mother have for the death of her fetus? What if it's a legal procedure like abortion? What if it's an illegal thing like taking an illicit drug? What if you're taking a legal drug, <laughs> right? Medication abortion is legal. What's the difference? I mean, they almost have a point there when you think about it. 
if I take a, a medication that is legal to actually kill my baby, that's okay when I have a miscarriage. But if I take a regular drug that's I bought on the street from, you know, Joey uh, Boombots on the corner, drug dealer, and it kills my baby, then what? Then they prosecute me? It doesn't make sense. The whole thing doesn't make sense. And if we could determine when life actually begins and when that person has rights to life beyond what a mother wants for that person, seems to me it just matters if whether you, or whether or not your mother wants you. That's what it boils down to. I want my child. Oh, if you wanted your child, then, you know, and it dies for some reason, uh, then, you know. But if you don't want your child and you abort it, that that's okay. So when a drunk driver hits your car uh, and you're pregnant and you lose your child, then the drunk driver in some states could be charged with murder. Even if you survive, right? Or if you die also, it's double murder. But yet if that mother didn't want that child and aborted it in that same state, it's okay, no problem. It's crazy. It's crazy, I'm telling you. Where's the logic in all of it? You know, I talk about that when it comes to rape and incest exceptions. You know, and I listened to President, uh, well, at the time, Governor Ronald Reagan said he changed his views on abortion when after talking to people and learning more about it. And he said that in the case of rape and incest, it's a form of self-defense. And I love Ronald Reagan, of course. But I disagree. I disagree. And I don't ever want to be in that situation. I don't want anybody to ever have to make that decision. But life is about making really difficult decisions due to unfortunate circumstances that happen to you. I had this conversation with a young woman once and she said, well, what about rape and incest? How could you force a woman who is pregnant from a rapist or from an incestuous relationship where someone was taking advantage of her how could you force her to have that baby I said well what did the baby do doesn't matter she shouldn't have to go through the process of being pregnant and having a baby I said well she's already pregnant so you basically mean having the baby yes having the baby why is she going to be forced well she can give the baby up for adoption but why does she have to but she's already pregnant The most unfortunate circumstance in the situation is she's already pregnant at this point. That's why we're discussing this. She's already pregnant from the rapist. So what are you trying to say? Do you kill the baby or do you let the baby live? Well, let me ask you this question. If that rapist is convicted of raping you, should you go to his house and kill his five-year-old child? No, why would you do that? What did that five-year-old do? Exactly my point.
should I kill all the children of the rapist? Or only the one that I'm impregnated with? How is killing that baby self-defense? Is that baby perpetrating any crime against me? I've seen a story of a woman who actually had the baby from the rapist. And I've actually met a person who was the product of a rape. A wonderful person living a perfectly productive life, thanking his mother for believing in him. We just got to think a little bit more. It seems really confusing and difficult to talk about, but really, the common sense of it all, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. I hear w- women being interviewed on the street saying, yeah, yeah, I, within seven days, absolutely get rid of the baby if I don't want it. I'm like, want it? What is wrong with these people? What happened to the safe haven laws? Doesn't anybody know about that? Daniel's law. Oh, my goodness. Don't get me started. Thank you for joining Red Hat Radio today. Just wanted to give you something to think about. Something to research, something to learn more about. Stuff I think about. Stuff that doesn't make sense. When we apply logic to these situations, it just doesn't make sense. Makes me want to find out more, doesn't it? Do the same for you. Thank you for listening.